This is Passion for Your Passions, a podcast where we will never give up until we avenge our family and gain back our honor. I'm Julie. And I'm Krista. And today, this is our first episode about anime. Because anime is forever. She means you better take care of any unfinished business before you go to the other world. Inuyasha? Huh? What? If I transform into Sailor Moon now, he'll know who I am. But if I don't, we're both going to die. I guess I've got no other choice. Moon Prism Power! Make up! Sailor Moon. Well, Sailor Moon, I'll get rid of you and Tuxedo Mask. What are you saying? What do you mean, Tuxedo Mask? He's not even here. Yes, I am. It can't be. So... Oops. <laughs> we're okay, so excited so, to cold open. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. We're excited, but, like, uh, polite. So, this is coming out probably right after November is up, which means we're done with the writing project. But for the moment, we're in the thick of it. How's it going, Krista? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a bit rough. I mean, I am capable of doing it. That is for sure. Like, it's not so unmanageable that I'm, like, drowning. I think the thing for me is this project that I picked was probably not super prepared to do this for. And I'm realizing that I'm having a fine time. But I'm also realizing that there's a lot of problems. So, uh, by the end of this, you know, when this episode comes out, I am sure I will have a completed something. Will it be good? No. It will not be. It will not be good. I can guarantee that. It is a broken, messed up mess. Will it be a victory? Nay. <laughs> will I have written 50,000 words? Yeah. I will have done that. See, because of who I am as a person, I was like, okay, what you're going to do, four weeks, that means more than 10,000 words a week. You know what you're going to do? First week, 20,000. Just knock it out. Just get it out of there. And the rest of the time, you'll just write 10,000. And I did that. I wrote like 20,000 words in the first week. was like, yeah, I'm awesome. And now it's Wednesday and I haven't written anything this week. <laughs> so I was like, shit. <laughs> well, I got to a part that I'm like, I hate this part. I just like, don't want to write it anymore. <laughs> so well, do the, do the brackets thing. Yeah, to be continued. <laughs> and then go to a chapter that continue. you're more fine with it. That's yeah, what I you're just supposed keep, to do. I know. I keep staring at my outline like those are the goals in this chapter. And then I stare at the chapter like, I hate this chapter. <laughs> well, as we talked about in the last episode, I finally got to the middle bits and suddenly I do like it. Again. See, now I'm at the middle bits, sort of, and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> like why am I here? <laughs> the middle is where the story is. The middle is where all the work is. <laughs> just do the brackets. Move on. Mm. <laughs> Move on to a chapter that you can write. It's fine. I haven't had to do that yet, but also, like, I am, I am struggling. Like, I'm not saying this to say, like, I'm having a good time. Like, I'm, I am, like, at, there are certain parts of this where I just want to move on, to be honest. Like, I want to get to the end parts, but, like, I haven't quite gotten certain things set up, so I don't know. I know I'm going to have to go back <laughs> and fix a good amount of things. But I think, like, one thing I will say that's a positive is I am getting to the point where I feel like 
I know what's happening and what I want my story to be and where it will go and like all of that kind of stuff. So that's all good. Yeah, I have all that written down, but it's just, I just hate the middle. I'm like, describe the characters. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, they can figure it out when they do stuff. Like, I don't want to sit here and drone on about like, oh, this person does this and have weird intellectual dialogue. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. just get to the character development action points. Like, I'm tired of this already. <laughs> it's funny that you don't like the dialogue. Generally, the dialogue is like easier. No, I like people. <laughs> I like to describe thoughts and like action. That's my thing. I like to describe like what the characters like drive is and what they're moving towards, like their inner dialogue. Mm-hmm. When it's dialogue between characters, it's I hate writing he said, she said, then they did, then like I hate Yeah, that, that is cadence. Annoying. And then yeah. on top of that it's like Well, they would be talking at the same time, but how do I put that properly? Dot 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 blah, blah, blah. like it's Right. That's all the parts I hate about dialogue. And I'm like, if it's an inner monologue, you don't have that. Right. And then if it's an action sequence, you obviously don't have that. So, Well, also just remember that everybody also hates that stuff, too. Like, the whole she said, they said, blah, blah. I do hate that. I find that writing dialogue is easier, this like, in your second edit. Mm. So, like, normally, I just, like, I'm like, whatever. I fucking hate this. Put it down. And then in the second edit, I'm like, oh, okay, like, I can... Because the thing is, is, like, the whole he said, he said, they said, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you don't even really read that when you're reading a book. Like, you kind of ignore it, to be honest. Like, maybe every once in a while I'll catch, like, a he replied or he questioned or, like, that kind of stuff. But, like, whenever somebody says said, I just, I'm like, oh, it's that person. Okay, whatever. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> actually care what that word is. Yeah, I always feel like I have to throw in a spicy word every now and again. Yeah. He said spicily. (laughs) With some spice. (laughs) Well, I'll say, like, dialogue, as he said with a stern look. Like, I'll just do something really dramatic because I'm like, yeah, I'm tired of this. (laughs) Yeah, but like I said, it's a lot easier in the second draft. Because in the second draft, like, you'll kind of read... And, that, like, I feel like also, too, by the time you get to the second draft, you're also aware of what your characters are like, personality-wise. Which is another thing that I have trouble with. Is like, when I do my first draft of dialogue, I'm like, every single one of these characters sound exactly the same. But I just have to write it and move on. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's hard. Because it's like, I need to write these things in this specific way, and I want to move on. I don't want to, like think about what this person sounds like as a person. I don't care. I don't care. It's like, he's the spicy one. <laughs> he's all you need to know. He's the less spicy one. <laughs> that's it. I'll talk. Spice level four. The cadence, that's, that's later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But that's enough about NaNoWriMore. No, we, <laughs> We've given a good enough update. So what are we talking about today, Julie? Because I think this is probably somewhat exciting. We're talking about anime because we keep making references to anime or mentioning that we watch anime and I was like, you know, we've got to do an anime episode. <laughs> Should throw one in this year before we wrap it up because there's probably going to be a dozen of these episodes. <laughs> yeah. And I think like the other thing too that's interesting about anime as, you know, as with everything on this channel ever, Julie and I have very different opinions about anime. So it's a uh, gonna be interesting i don't think it'll be controversial yeah i don't think it'll be controversial (laughs) i just think we have different opinions so what is this anime thing 
I guess you can't answer that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'll just say it very to the room. To the room, as it were. Uh, when I think anime, I definitely think of tropes like a lot of people probably do. The corny, like, pervert, the big boob woman that's in every single one. Like, all these things that just are a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> that you try to your best to ignore. Um, By definition, anime is a style of Japanese film and television that's animated. <laughs> like, yeah. Typically for adults and kids. And I think it does have to be specifically Japanese for it to technically count as anime. I don't always have that opinion about it. There's a couple, and I, I think I'll get to this later, but there's a few things that I watched as a child specifically where I'm like, I kind of view that as anime, even though technically it's not, but technically it's supposed to be Japanese drawn. Yeah. To me, it's it's more of a style, I guess. So I know... I, probably couldn't tell you the difference between an authentic Japanese anime versus if someone just showed me like an Asian sketched show I'd probably be like yeah well yeah they look the same because <laughs> I think like the classic example of this is Avatar The Last Airbender yeah. which is not that's an a anime. western yeah I don't I think it was I don't know there's some things that were weird about it because I think part of it was like drawn in the U.S. and then part of it was maybe drawn in Korea or something but it's not technically a Japanese-drawn anime, so it's, like, technically not that. But if you looked at it and you compared it to other animes, you would you would probably think it was an anime. It's, like, got the same It's style. right in the middle. It's, like, I wouldn't really call this, like, a cartoon or an anime. It's just, like, a hodgepodge of the two. And that one is a common one. Um, some people think Steven Universe. Like, they'll say, like, they never understand if that's an anime or not. I'm like... Well, that's definitely a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I guess see I that, see though. why you think that because of how the gems look and like the story is unique in that way. I think I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain the style of anime because so like cartoons. A lot of times when I think of cartoons, I think of things that are very, very, very simplified. Uh, simplified people, simplified animals, like very bold uh, line work and all that kind of stuff. Whereas animation anime ugh, sorry anime tends to be more on the side of realistic i mean there is some stuff that's not it's not like one-to-one -one, but like the people tend to look like people for the most part and you know maybe the eyes are a little bit weird that's always kind of the one thing that's always a bit weird about anime it's like it's like that's not really what eyes look like but sure but then you get stuff like archer where that's yeah. like a really defined cartoon to me, it's like themes play a part in it as well, which is why I understand why people think Steven Universe would be is because that's very more of a Japanese Asian style theme to that show with the gems and the home world and the feel of it. While Adventure Time being by a lot of the same creators is definitely a cartoon like that's everything about that screams cartoon. Nothing in that really says anime. So I guess what we're kind of saying is it's a hard if you're trying to be sophisticated, the perfect anime watcher, it's hard to actually tell you, like, this is anime, this is not, because yeah. it's a mixed bag, as it were. It's evolved. Yeah. I mean, because the other thing is, too, is I, I feel like I've also watched some animes that have, like, not felt like animes, but then technically are. Like, something like, I don't know, like, Cowboy Bebop, which I don't know if you would have watched that. That one's kind of an older one. Uh, my husband and I just started watching that one, and... Like, it's kind of weird, the story of it, because it is, 
it's like in space and it's kind of like uh, rangers in space, which is not really something you would typically have in an anime. Like the storyline is very not typical anime. So yeah. So I think that that was kind of one of the next things we wanted to get into. Weirdly enough, a beautiful segue, Krista, pat on the back, <laughs> uh, is, you know, what kind of are the tropes? And I mean, okay, so there's different kinds of tropes. Julie was kind of hitting on a couple at the beginning, but one of the ones that I was starting to get into, which I'll just do now since we're already talking about it. I is... like how you're like, look at the segue I just made. Let me reiterate what the segue oh. <laughs> Yeah, let me do this again. just, like, going into it. <laughs> well, because you were talking about tropes in a different way. That was more the point I wanted to make. We can talk about the big boot women. It's fine. But I want to talk about, like, the setting. Because that's kind of more what I was thinking of when I was thinking of tropes. Is, so, like, for me, I typically think of three to four ones. So, the, one of the main ones, the main one that probably everybody knows about ever is high school. There are so many high school animes. You could throw a rock and hit an high school anime. They're everywhere. They're all about everything. They're stupid. Some of them are nonsensical at all. Some of them are romance, corny, whatever. Some of them are just like just high school life. Uh, I think like the broader category you could put that in, because I, I think I kind of didn't have that on here, would be just like life in general. There is probably a good category of anime that's like just about life and like nothing else. Uh, then you also have the type of anime that is like the hero, which is the hero's journey, whatever. There's like a million different subcategories of that. But, you know, you can think of like Dragon Ball Z as one of those. I mean, Demon Slayer. Yeah, Attack on Titan, you know, that like anything where it's like Shield a, hero. Person, <laughs> yeah, a person trying to conquer something or do something. And then the other category, which is one of my favorite categories, is the absurd, which is just, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want because I want to. <laughs> I love those ones. I mean, but then from there, there's a lot of uh, subcategories and things. There's like fantasies, epic fantasies, monsters, you know, I mean, you can have like romances that are absurd and, you know, all these different kinds of things. I mean, basically any type of anime that you can think of exists. I was watching this anime somewhat recently, which I don't know if you've watched this. Do you watch Food Wars? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Basically a high school fantasy, but it involves cooking, and cooking to the point where people orgasm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched, like, a couple episodes before I was like, I feel really uncomfortable watching this, but I will say I really like the animation style on that. I don't know what it is, but, like, it's really clean and really pretty. But then also I was like, I have to shut my blinds. <laughs> yeah. I had like a dinner party before we went to like an anime con and we were like, we'll watch that show and make food. And I just hear it in the background while I'm in the kitchen cooking. Like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I hadn't seen it before then. I was like, what is, what is this? I thought it was like basically a cooking competition, but animated. Like, I didn't know it was this. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, but the point of this is, is any anime you can think of, it probably exists. So, Julie, do you want to talk about the big boobed women? <laughs> yeah, all the tropes I think of are what you would translate as, like, campy and comic books are the, like, anime tropes that I, I think of. One of the ones that makes me laugh is the nosebleed thing, where, like, 
a woman shows her underwear or something to that effect and like all the guys in the area Whoa, and they have like a horrible nosebleed <laughs> because I get that in a way when I'm like at my peak anxiety panic like I instead of having a panic attack I have a nosebleed so like to me I'm like I'm kind of like an anime <laughs> like it's just this really funny stupid thing uh there's always the pervert like in the show sometimes they're likable sometimes they're not like in Inuyasha I like that pervert as yeah, Maroku. That is to say, uh, yeah, Maroku's likable. Yeah, he's likable, but then there's a whole bunch that aren't. And like Seven yeah. Deadly Sins, the main character is the pervert, so he goes back and forth between the pervert and the super badass. And so I'm just like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, I guess that's fine. And there's always like one or more women. Usually, it's just particularly one that just has abnormally large boobs. Like, would not be able to stand up. They just don't fit her physique in any way <laughs> there's always one of those and uh, then there's there's probably a nerdy one yeah there's always like a nerdy one and then sometimes it's the same person as the big boob woman but there's always the dits like oh yeah yeah the like oh gosh what is it like the moe oh, save me like the moe oh, woman he's like really big boobs but like super unconfident and yeah all that kind of stuff, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> like these are in 90 percent of animes yeah so, yeah, regardless, I, you're going to hit it at some point or another. <laughs> so, I will say, too, just to get on this topic, this is typically the thing that turns me off from animes. I know that a lot of people who, because, here's my thing. I don't have a problem with animation in general. I like to watch cartoons, like, you know, Archer or Steven Universe, you know, all these different things. Um, I don't like tropes that are in animes, because some of them just really bother me like they're too consistent it's too much and they tend to go for the aim of making people not like people which is what I don't like I don't like that about tropes in general like I don't like that in tv shows when they do that because it's like oh he's so nerdy that's all that he is he's just a big old nerd that's his whole thing and it's like no I like it when people are multi-layered and like a person like I don't I'm not going to, like, care about you if you're one defining feature is that you're a pervert. Yeah. Like, it's just not something that interests me. So, for me particularly, the animes that are very, very tropey, I tend not to like. I, it depends on when I watched it. So, if I watched it at a time and didn't bother me as much, I can appreciate the show still because I'll just skip, like, pieces. But I have a hard time starting a new anime and that's like so heavy-handed. And I can't st- I can't even stand long-running jokes in anime because long-running jokes in shows like Archer are gold. You're like, "Yes, I've been here the whole time. I love this." But when you watch it in anime, especially like the first season, it's not funny. Like it's just annoying. And I almost missed out on a really good anime because of it like um Alch- Full Metal Alchemist. Because they wouldn't shut up with the stupid short jokes. Like the whole first like 6 episodes, there's like 10 Short jokes. And I'm like, I fucking get it. Like, I don't care. I can see that he's short. It's fine. Like, get to the goddamn point. Like, yeah. And so I tried to watch this anime multiple times, and I just couldn't get over it. Because I think it was, like, even two episodes in, there were, like, four short jokes. And I was like, all right, hate this. Like, moving on. And then I had to force myself to watch it because it was the only thing I had downloaded on my phone. And I loved it. So it was fine. <laughs> but, like... Yeah... I mean, I kind of ended up feeling the same way about the Seven Deadly Sins. I mean, I know we talked about this before, but I just, I couldn't get over 
the main character being a pervert and then the main girl being like a oh, nothing. Yeah, just nothing. I can do her voice perfectly <laughs> for whatever weird reason. <laughs> I just, I couldn't. Like, that combination, like, if those two had not been in it or had been toned down, like, I probably could They're the main characters, though. I know. They're the main characters. <laughs> they have an interesting storyline when you get there. I'm sure that they do. It's just, those are two particular tropes that irritate me a lot. And partic- if they're in the background, it doesn't bother me as much. But especially when it's like, every single episode, five times an episode. He's gonna squeeze her boobs and she's gonna scream. Yeah, <laughs> and she's gonna be weak and insignificant and not do anything. And he's gonna love her anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's just not for me. Well, I remember uh, <laughs> the only animes I had seen before you really brought me into the ocean that is anime was Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z. Yes, I can admit today I wouldn't have admitted this in middle school, but I watched Sailor Moon, but it would always irritate the shit out of me because of Serena and Darian not knowing that it's Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Mask. I'm like, you look exactly the fucking same. Like, and then they feel bad because they're like, I really love the other one. And it's like, it's the same fucking person. Like, even as a child, it just like irritated me that they had this inner battle with each other because they felt bad because they didn't really love the person they were with. They loved their alter ego. And I'm like... I fucking can't deal with you being this stupid. Like, I don't understand why it's just okay. Who else has her fucking hair? She doesn't put on a mask. Like, Darian kind of has the Superman thing where, like, you're not going to assume it's him and he kind of looks like a normal guy. Okay. Yeah, and I don't even remember either. Because, like, I mean, with her, hers is, like, the whole, like, call to destiny or whatever thing. Like, what is the reason why he is Tuxedo Mask? Is there any reason? I mean, you're talking... I'm not an avid Sailor Moon fan. Okay. I've been meaning to go back and kind of like, as an adult, can I tolerate this? But it's... I believe he kind of just like... He was an orphan, and it's all dramatic, and he just wants a purpose or something to that effect. Like, if I remember... I'm sure someone from Sailor Moon's going to find this and be like, No! Darian has all these... I'm like, okay, okay. Like, from my understanding, I mean, what I remember the most is the movie R. And because that was the one I watched a lot. So, like, all of my facts are coming from this particular movie. From and what? he actually realizes Serena is Sailor Moon in this movie, which is why I could watch it. <laughs> he goes, my love, when she transforms. I'm like, yeah, you fucking idiot. Like, spent her the whole goddamn time. <laughs> no, I mean, I think from my knowledge of it, I don't. I don't think that Sailor Moon has much of a plot. I mean, it has a plot, but, like, it is kind of the go fight the bad guy, and there's, like, kind of an overarching plot, but, like, I don't know if it's, like, the most plot-heavy anime that you'll ever watch. There's so many, at least with the manga, so it's, like, I know there's a plot somewhere and all that. I have a friend who, like, collects all the books and loves the show, so I'm sure if I just lightly asked her, <laughs> like, I would get... A lot of information all of a sudden. So I like, back away. Just like, nope, I didn't. I just, I just, I just need to know I this. I just needed to know if there was one <laughs> if there at was... any point. Because there's like a Nega Serena and then she has her little sister. Like, it does evolve into much more. I definitely know the first couple seasons are just very like, I'm a sailor scout. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fuck shit up. <laughs> it's cool. 
We I'm have scared of bugs. We have powers. <laughs> I'm about rabbits for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's like you could blast that bug into an oblivion. Yeah. But sure, scream and have a meltdown. <laughs> yeah, I do think that it is funny. So this is actually a thing that's kind of interesting if people don't know about this. Because like, I've watched a few animes that have been Japanese and English translated. Um, so I think for Sailor Moon... One of the things that's weird about Sailor Moon is in the Japanese version, her name is Usagi. I'm not really sure how you say that quite right. But anyway, that like has something to do with rabbits, right? So I think in the English version, <laughs> they'll have like these moments of like her liking rabbit things. And it's like, doesn't really like make sense. I mean, it does because she's a girl, whatever. She can like rabbits. It's That's not really the problem. It's just like in the in the Japanese one, like, there's a specific reason. But the other one that this cracks me up in is one that I watched uh, slash read as a kid was Card Capture Sakura, which I would say is, like, kind of in the same category as Sailor Moon. Like, it's very cutesy. It's just, like, fight things, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but one of the things in the Japanese version, and there there is a lot of very strong... Uh, female-female and male-male relationships. And I think in the mangas and the anim the Japanese anime, like, it's made out to be more, like, the people like those people, you know? But then in the English version, they sort of took that away because it's not... Well, at the time, it wasn't as accepted in an American audience. I mean, they did kind of the same thing in Sailor Moon because of Sailor Uranus and Sailor... Saturn? I don't remember. Whichever the other one was. But yeah, I just thought it was funny because there were these two guys who were like... Definitely roommates. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, close. And oh my I think... god, they were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think that there was like a couple parts where they like save each other's lives and they're like, bro. <laughs> and it's like, okay, come on now. Like this is... They're not just friends. Like, this is too much. You need to too stop. heavy-handed. And then I think one of them, too, he had a thing where he would turn into a big, beefy man. And I'm like, no. No, don't accept this. Yeah. I don't accept that you're roommates. I accept that you like each other, and that is canon. As we covered it in Yu-Gi-Oh!, there's just some gold-quality nonsense in the Americanized, like, animes back in the day before they accepted anything. <laughs> Why have a gum when you can have a smiley face? Why be gay when you could be friends? <laughs> and just the nonsense they decided is just perfect. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it was the 90s. Things were a little bit different. I mean, I don't know if any of our other ones that we have on this list are quite like that. Because, I mean, we have Naruto and we have Inuyasha, which is weird. Because I guess I got you to watch both of those, which I think is... Mm -hmm really strange because Naruto is a weird one to me I don't really understand why anybody likes it to be honest with you I I read some of it when I was a kid and I think I like the mangas a lot better than I like the anime mainly because Naruto is so annoying he just yeah he is I mean Dragon Ball Z is like this too where Goku is kind of annoying but like Goku, you kind of get into, like, almost absurdism with Goku, and you're like, okay, it's fine, whatever. He's an alien. I don't care. But with Naruto, it's just like, oh my gosh, I wish anybody else was the main character other than you. I just wished you were in the background. Okay, no, I wouldn't want any of that trio as the main character in the beginnings. Like, what's Sakura, 
Yeah. Sasuke. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like any of them. <laughs> like, they're just... Naruto... So many people are obsessed with the show. And that's what I find funny. Like, it's one of the biggest animes. It made sense because we were in middle school. We were at that mental level. <laughs> and it made sense. And I could watch it. I've tried to go back. And I'm like, what stupidity nonsense is this? Like... I remember some golden moments and everything else is just angst and shit and stupidity. Like, I can't stand it. it. It has so many filler. I mean, a lot of these types of animes have filler episodes. But, like, the filler episodes are painful. And whenever people talk about it that love it, they're like, yeah, just skip to this. I'm like, if you have to skip to a point, you don't love it that much. <laughs> like, And I don't understand. And I'm that kind of person. I want to understand, like, everything that's happened to that point. So if I can't watch it from the beginning, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> it's just... No. Ugh. It's it's never going to happen for me. Like I said, I read some of the mangas and I did... There were parts of it that I definitely like and like I understand because the whole like ninja school thing and some of the characters, like particularly once you get to them actually being in the ninja school, some of the characters are like really neat. And they have cool backstories and like it's very intense because it's like, you know, essentially like this warring nation and all that kind of stuff. But like it's just those main fun. characters. Like, yeah. It's literally just because they focus on these three piss ants like for way too long. And I'm like, they don't get good for so long. And when they get good, I still fucking hate them. Like, it's just... yeah, they're not my favorite characters. No. I, hmm. Why don't you just follow but... Gara around or even like Guy? Is it Guy Lee? Yeah. <laughs> As ridiculous of a character as he is, I love him anyway. Like, yeah. I don't think I'd love him as the main character. I think he'd be just as annoying. But he's like a powerhouse and everybody underestimates him because he's ridiculous. And I'm like, there's my boy. There's my boy. And then Gara is the other character I really liked. But Yeah, Gara was good. I think Shinji was also another one that I liked. Like, so Shinji and Hinata. Because, mm -hmm. like, Hinata's Naruto's girl or whatever. But, uh... There, I remember, so it's been a long time since I've actually read Naruto, so I can't remember all this stuff, but, like, I remember, like, their backstory being very interesting, because, like, essentially they had, like, this power, and Hinata wasn't, like, very good at it, so essentially uh, Shinji got, like, all the fame and glory and stuff, but he was, like, a giant asshole and stuff, but then it just ended up being a really cool story for, you know, people that age and that sort of thing. But anyway... Talking about the other anime that I guess Julie watched, which I actually don't really remember this, is Inuyasha, which that was a huge thing for me because I started reading it uh, in libraries, as I've said, <laughs> the times that I spent jumping around from library to library. And I don't really, I couldn't tell you what I like about this anime. It's kind of a weird one. This is not, this is not an anime that I recommend to just anybody because it has moments of it that I think are really good. It gets kind of graphic and gory at times in a way that I think was fairly unique for animes of that time, especially for animes that were geared towards, I guess, like high school age kids is what Inuyasha was geared towards. But there is a lot of high school bullshit, which I think would be fine if this anime did not go on for as long as it did. It is way too long. And I think, like, the last two seasons particularly annoyed the crap out of me. Because I was fine with the ending. And I was fine with, like, the first five seasons. Because there was, like, a pretty good natural build to that. But by the time they got to those last two seasons, 
it was like, just get the thing. I am so sick of you doing that. Because I think like in the last two, I, I kind of forget quite exactly what it is. It's that they have like, like that demon stone. I can't remember what the name of it is now. And so like it all shatters apart and they have to get all the pieces, you know, the big MacGuffin thing. And so I think like by season five or something like that, they had gotten most of it together. And then something happened and it shattered apart. And I was like, oh my God, like, I physically cannot do this. And then those last two seasons were pretty bad anyway. Like it was, it was just peak, like, no, 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 I can't do this. And again, like the last couple episodes, like the actual ending was fine and good. And I liked it. It's just those, those two seasons, man. I was like, you did not need to have this. This was unnecessary. Now, I haven't watched it since then, like, when we watched all of them. <laughs> and the only things I really remember is that I don't care about Kagome versus Kikyo bullshit drama. Like, anytime that got brought up, I was like, fuck! Like, just... I like Kikyo better. Just fucking give up on Kagome. Like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> and how, like, he'd be like, oh, I'm warming up to Kikyo. Kagome, Kikyo, like and just bing, like just be out of there. They're then, the same fucking person. Yeah, like it's so annoying because it's like it's they're. Uh, it's just like with Darian and Serena, like yeah. I'm like it's fucking same. So that always irritated me, and that I loved Sestromaru. That was like my boy. Anytime yeah. he was there, I'm like, yeah, beat him up, like beat up Inuyasha. He's being a dink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like Shishomaru. I like Moroku. I do like Sango too. Yeah, I think the only one, and I can't even think of his name now, is the the little demon box thing. Yeah, I didn't it really with like CH. him. Like it's like Chico. Or... Yeah, yeah. I probably don't remember his name because I didn't like him very much. I don't. Here's the thing, though. He's the cutesy, annoying character. Yeah, I don't normally like that no, character. I don't either. I I know, like, why that character exists. It's mostly for toys and, like, marketability and things. But I don't like that character. I'm like, no. I I want the good story. And, you know, if you have a fun... Like, because Baroku's funny. It's like, it's not that I'm against funny. It's just like, I don't... I don't want a character to be here just because they're annoying. Like, that's so stupid to me. Like, in real life, would you hang out around this annoying demon creature? No. You punt you that fucker. <laughs> you would not. Like, there, and I don't even think, like, there was a good reason why he was there. No, like, he was just tagging along. I think it was, like, Inuyasha saved his life or something pretty early on. Yeah. Or Sango. It was somebody like that, and then he was just like, I owe you my life debt. Yeah. I think he didn't have anywhere to go, either, yeah. was the other thing. But it was like... Because <laughs> like, I have nothing could, better to do. It's like, you could go somewhere. You don't have to be here. Mm -hmm. You're annoying me. Stop it. I like this other stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about Inuyasha. Uh, yeah. Oh, and so the other thing I wanted to mention, too, with this kind of section is, so when I was younger, too, I was also into a few of these, like, half animes that I was kind of talking about. So one being, like, Teen Titans. Teen Titans! Which is great. I still need to make an episode about Teen Titans because I have a lot of words. <laughs> that is fair. We don't have to spend all those words here. It's just if anybody knows, I don't... I don't know what you're supposed to call this Teen Titans. There's probably, like, an official name for it, but it's... The they Teen all have, Titans that was in the 2000s. They all have different names as much as they don't seem to. It's Teen Titans, Young Justice, and Teen Titans Go. So, yeah, we're talking about Teen Titans. Yeah. 
That one was very good and I do really recommend it. It was kind of a weird one because it was definitely marketed towards kids and stuff, but they they dealt with the DC stuff really well and it got very serious at times and it also handled it really well, which was strange, especially for something that was probably marketed towards like middle school age kids. Yeah, I have no complaints about this show. Even the stuff that I don't technically like, like I don't technically love Beast Boy. But he adds a lot to the storylines. He adds a lot to the party. Like, I understand why he's there and he doesn't bother me because of that. So this show is, like, pretty perfect. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason that they stopped making this show is because they couldn't figure out how to market it anymore. Which I think is complete bullshit because people loved that show. <sighs> so irritating. This will like, be in another episode. <laughs> okay. Another we, episode. Yeah, another episode. Okay. Um, so we also have Code Lyoko, which... Okay, so this one probably isn't quite an anime, but I kind of put it in this category because I think the tropes are the same. This one's weird. I wouldn't necessarily recommend this this one to everybody. This was one of the ones where it had a very interesting story. And I think that was the biggest thing that engaged me about it. Because the whole entire story was basically like, there's this alternate world, kind of like the Matrix, I guess. Kind of like there's this alternate world and these teenagers, for whatever reason, could go in there. And they're basically trying to solve the mystery of why this exists. And like, there's a bunch of problems. Like, essentially, it can affect the real world, kind of like the Matrix, blah, blah, blah. But again, it's like this mystery story and it just had an appealing story to it. But again, this isn't one that I would recommend to everyone, particularly because it does have a very weird animation style. And I don't think everybody would get behind it. It's a little bit weird. Um, and then, of course, there's Avatar The Last Airbender, which I recommend to anybody. Yeah, pretty everybody. much anybody. It's also a perfect show. <laughs> I think the first season is a little bit rough. It's a little kiddish, but it is a good show and it has a lot of good things, particularly, you know, if you're into the Asian vibes. And, you know, it's it's Asian fantasy, which I think is interesting, because I don't think that that's something that a lot of people do all the time. I mean, they do in a way, but, like, this really is, like, a fantasy, first and foremost. And then it's just kind of got, like, an Asian skin put over it. Like, the Water Tribe is mainly Eskimo. You get, um, I couldn't tell you what all of them are, but I know a few of them are based on, like, different eras of, like, Chinese history and things. And they have, like, a particular style. And the way that they do their bending is, like, based on that particular martial arts. And, like, it's very, there is so much love put into it. And it's very well done. 10 out of 10 show. Perfection. Anybody should watch. <clears throat> Another random one would be Samurai Jack. <laughs> Yeah, another kind of half anime. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't Did think... you watch a lot of that? Because I, I was kind of watching this with my husband, and I don't think, like, I have a lot of strong opinions about this one. Uh, as an adult, I tried to watch it. It was just like, what did I get out of this? <laughs> my brother and I watched it a lot. And to this day, I'm like, God, what was wrong with this? Like, this is... There's an appeal to it, I guess. <laughs> like, and then, like, Powerpuff Girls... Is almost an anime, too. Like, the style in which they draw. Like, I mean, look at their fucking eyeballs. Like, they draw very strangely. Not a typical cartoon. And they even have, like, um, Godzilla themes and really weird, like, Japanese ideals in there. So, I mean, I watched a 
ton of cartoons. <laughs> Does Archer get to be an anime? I don't know. I only like <laughs> it. It's the only reason why I'm thinking of it is because on the latest seasons, they really amped up like their motion when they do any sort of fighting or anything. Like when they added the smacking, that's when their animation really like bumped up. And so all the smacking and the fights and the sex and stuff are all like a lot more detailed and intricate now in the latest season. So I'm kind of like, maybe. <laughs> and they're really going off the rails. They did like a space episode, an L.A. Noir season. like Yeah, Archer got kind of weird. Yeah, I kind of gave up on it. But... <laughs> okay. So this is my story time. I'm going to talk about something particularly random as we do here. I'm going to talk about my feelings on the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> uh, this was, this predates Krista and I's friendship, first of all. So, um, I was fucking obsessed with the Tooth Fairy when I was a kid. Like, no joke. Physically fought children about it, okay? So, when I was young, I questioned literally everything. I would just, like, grill my parents about things. And it got to the point they would, because it was before the internet when I was really young, I'm that old, they would buy me dictionaries and, like, encyclopedias and stuff to answer all of my poking and prodding questions. Because they didn't want to discourage me from asking questions, but they also just wanted me to leave them alone. <laughs> so, like, this was the in-between. Um, so, I never believed in the Easter Bunny. Not for one day. Like, I literally was just like, you buy this candy, I see it in the store. You guys are full of shit. Like, <laughs> they tried one year and they're like, yeah, you're right. Like, whatever. Santa Claus I believed in for a little bit. But essentially, like, I just decided he wasn't real and then grilled my parents and they just gave up. They're like, yeah, he's not real. Move on. Like, <laughs> so I, like, at a very young age, I didn't believe in any of these icons that you just are part of your child wonderment, you know? The Tooth Fairy, on the other hand, I believed until I was, like, 13. Like, I, <laughs> I believed in that so hard. And it was because when I was, like, pretty young, <clears throat> put my tooth under my pillow, you know, and nothing happened. I didn't, like, my tooth was still there. And I, like, was about to grill my parents, like, what the shit is this? Like, I guess she's not real. Like, what, you know. And my mom, for some reason, decided she wanted me to believe that thing. Didn't fight for any of the other ones. But far for this one, she went, She must have missed the house because we moved. You'll have to put a poster up so she can find you. And then she, like, went and got me glitter pins and, like, made it a big thing. And so then it became, every time I lost a tooth, I'd put, like, a poster up for the tooth fairy. It would be, like, part of the whole thing. And to add on to it, I started talking to her. I would send her notes, like, with my tooth. And because the first time when I sent the poster, my mom wrote a note like, sorry, I missed your house. Like, I love the poster. And so I started sending her notes and gifts. And then I would get more money when I sent gifts. And, like, it became a whole thing between me and the Tooth Fairy. And then, like, I almost got suspended from school because, like, some kids were trying to make fun of me. Like, the Tooth Fairy's not real. I'm like, yeah, then send all your teeth somewhere. Like, I was, like, physically fighting kids because they were calling me stupid for believing in the Tooth Fairy. And I'm like, you're the one who believes in Santa Claus. I believe in a real magical entity. Like, fuck you. Like, I was, like, physically fighting people. And then one day I came home and I was looking for, like, nail polish or something for my mom. And I went into one of her drawers. And I found all of the Tooth Fairy gifts that I had given over the years. And I had a goddamn meltdown. I was so upset <laughs> that the Tooth Fairy wasn't real. <laughs> what did your mom say? 
She's like, thank God. She's like, I didn't know how or when I was going to be able to give this up. <laughs> That's almost the best. Yeah, she's just like, fuck, finally. Like, you don't even have any teeth anymore that I need to take. Yeah, I don't know what you were going to do at that point. Just fight just children. forever believe in her? I don't know. Like, the other thing is now, like... I've watched kids or been around my nieces and nephews and they'll come up and be like, hey, I lost a tooth. The tooth fairy is going to come. And I go, what do you think she does with your teeth? I get to stare at them. They're like, what do you mean? It's like, well, why would this magical entity even want your teeth? Like, you need to ask these questions. I don't want you to be bamboozled. Like, <laughs> and then they'll kind of stare at me. I'm like, and then where's the line? Like, can I buy your liver from you? Like, is that worth $10 to you? Like, I have these like full conversations with kids whenever they're like, I lost a tooth. <laughs> I'm like, you need to psychoanalysis this. Like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> Did they get upset? They just kind of, like, zone out. They do not know how to respond to these things. And I'm like, these are the fucking questions I would have asked if I wasn't so, like, dazzled. And <laughs> felt loved and, like, noticed by this I was thing. dazzled by the glitter pins. <laughs> yeah, like, the glitter pins got me, man. The glitter pins <laughs> the and glitter. the gift and the money. It was a whole, just, like, jazz and the devil's no, music. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. <laughs> Okay, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, so now you know my deep, dark secret that I believed in the Tooth Fairy with all my heart and soul. <laughs> I feel like I believed in Santa Claus for, like, a very long time. That's really kind of my one. I mean, it's not really, like, a funny story. It's just I feel like that was kind of the one where I believed in it for, like, a while. And then to the point where I was like, eh, I probably shouldn't anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to give this up now. Yeah, I'm just going to give this up. <laughs> I don't believe in magic anymore. <laughs> it's a very sad day. It's just like that day you cried about Harry Potter. Yeah, it's just my childhood is over. <laughs> okay. So now we're talking about the present. Our present feelings with anime. So, do you still enjoy anime? And if you do enjoy anime, what kinds of anime do you still enjoy? So, anime is kind of weird for me, I guess. I get into moods. What'll happen is someone will recommend an anime and I genuinely want to watch it and watch it. And then I fall into a hole and then I watch anime for months and then I don't watch anime for like a year. <laughs> there's, there's no in between. And more often than not, what happens now is an anime that's current that I'm watching comes out with a new season and then I get into like my hole. Because anime, I mean, you can't casually watch anime because of the subtitles that you have to follow and everything else. So it's a hard thing that you really have to focus on. And I think a lot of people kind of deter from anime because of that. And then they feel like they can't watch dubs because they'll get judged. And to me, it's whatever you start on. If you start on dubs, you got to finish on dubs. If you start on subs, you got to finish on subs. Like, you can't go back and forth. It just fucks with me because of the voices. <laughs> I get used to a voice. Like, that's it. Like, I don't really care about anything else otherwise. But I'd say my big ones currently is I will tell everyone in the world to watch One Punch Man. As you should. It's the best anime. Like, it's the Neil Pert of anime. Like, it's just... <laughs> the Neil Pert of anime. <laughs> I say that and, like, young people have no idea what I'm talking... Like, no no generation understands me. Because Neil Pert's an old reference and One Punch is a new reference. So, like, I just alienate both generations at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm in the middle, so I get it. <laughs> like, it's fine. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's the perfect anime. At least season one. I'll say that because there's a lot of controversy yeah. for season two. But season one is the perfect anime. Yeah. I think we should talk for a little bit about One Punch because 
One Punch really is, it's really good. And I, I mean, okay, like if people aren't into, you know, weird culture, whatever, yeah, I probably wouldn't recommend this to them or anything like that. But like, most people who are into weird culture, if you're not super into anime, I would probably recommend this one to you because it's very funny. And pretty much if you know anything about anime at all, you'll probably like this because this one, it's like I was saying at the beginning how I don't really like tropes. The big thing I like about this anime is that it breaks tropes. It's just kind of one of these things like the main character is a really goofy looking guy who is essentially the world's greatest hero. And he can kill anything in one punch. That's the whole thing. And it's just, there's so many moments. It's so funny. Just even, like, like how much he wants to fight and, like, things to be a challenge and to be a hero and all this kind of stuff, and then he'll kill something in one punch. And he gets so upset because he's like, I'm so bored. <laughs> and it's just... It's so fantastic. Well, a couple of the tropes that we didn't point out is one, most anime characters are way too serious. Everything matters. And that's why we started the opener with like, we have to find our honor. Like they even do that in Avatar with Zuko. Like everything's just so serious. And there's always like the main character will have a ridiculous hairstyle or something to that effect. And One Punch like literally just makes fun of that completely. Because it's almost like the main character, Sadima, is placed into a very tropey, serious anime. And he's the opposite. So they'll have this very serious character, this serious moment. And he's just like, I forgot to go to the grocery store. And just like, boom. Like, he's out. Yeah. <laughs> and he has no hair. Like, that's another, like, stab at that trope. It's like, he's the main character. He has no hair. <laughs> well, he also looks really goofy yeah. is the other thing, too. Like, he doesn't, he's not muscular. He's not, like, an attractive looking guy or, like, any of that kind of stuff. He's a goofy, skinny guy in a banana yellow suit. <laughs> he's Red just... boots and a cape. <laughs> but just, like his little sidekick guy who wants so bad to like be as strong as him and all this kind of stuff. And he'll like egg him into fights and this and that, and he won't be trying very hard. And then he will be trying very hard. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I just feel his power. And then it'll show him like with this serious face. It's like all chiseled. Yeah. His sidekick Good. is what the tropey anime main character would be. And so that's also a play on it is that, He's living the anime as if he's the main character, but then every, left and right is like, Master? Like, just, like, has a breakdown with Sadima. And Sadima's just like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then one of, my one of my favorite bits from that show is when Genesis is, like, basically the sidekick guy is asking him, he's like, okay, like, you're gonna tell me what you do. Like, oh. you're gonna explain to me, like, how you became this way. And he's like, okay, so I'm gonna tell you, but you're gonna, you're gonna uh, find this really hard. He's like, so one day I just started, I started doing 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, uh, 100 squats, and then I would do a 10-minute run. You have to do this every day. You can never give up. And, like, at the yeah. end of this big speech, someone goes, that's it? <laughs> that's all you did? <laughs> Like, that's not even that hard. There's a secret. There is. There has to be. No, I'd say my... I have two moments that I absolutely love. And one is Genos is like, I got an upgrade. You need to fight me. And Sadima's like, that sounds like it's not fun. Let's not fight. It's fine. And Genos is like, no, I really want to challenge you. I really want to see what you can do. You can't hold back. You got to give me everything. And Sadima just like revs up. 
and then goes right for him, like about to punch him in the face. And he just goes, boop, and boops his nose. And he's like, okay, let's go. And then behind Genos is like a new mountain formation from all the power that Saima had. Like, it's just you know, <laughs> that one. And then my other favorite one is like, they're at a boss fight, more or less. Like, they're at the peak of this building. And Sadima has, like, this realization. He spends, like, five minutes on this inner monologue because he finally realized it was Saturday. And you're like, what does that mean? Like, everyone's like, what does Saturday mean? And then he just goes, the grocery sale! And, like, one punches the enemy and darts. <laughs> He's like, I gotta go! <laughs> oh, man. You know, I will say, too, just, you know, I don't want to talk about One Punch Forever, although I do want to talk about One Punch Forever. Mm-hmm. One of the things I love, too, about this anime is that this actually started as a webcomic. I don't know if you know about this, but essentially, I think he is a Japanese guy. It's kind of weird because he's not very famous. He, I don't even think, like, he's really, like, a traditionally trained anime person. I'm not sure about that, but anyway, he started doing webcomics, and he, the whole kind of point of it was, like, not to really draw very well, not to really, like, put a lot of effort, and to kind of be goofy. And so the first season of One Punch is very similar to how that webcomic is. Like, there's some of it, like, there there was this video I watched. I wish I could remember it. If I can find it, I'll try to put it up somewhere. But it was basically talking about how, like, there's so many things, like, from the webcomic that, like, you can, like, one-to-one look at from the anime. Like, it'll be, like, pretty much exactly the same drawn, like, in the same way. I think even, like, his, like, goofy face where it's just, like, him. Yeah, like, his okay (laughs) face is, like, pretty much exactly from that because it was just, he, this guy who was passionate and I think he, I think, like, he wanted to kind of make fun of Dragon Ball Z was kind of the thing that he did with it. But, yeah, that's where it came from. And then, you know, they made it into this anime and it did really well. And, you know, he has a bunch of mangas, all this kind of stuff. And it's interesting, too, because like I said, I don't think anybody really knows who he is. Um, yeah. Well, probably some people do, but like he's not really a public figure, essentially. Well, the two last things I'll mention about the show is I love the theme because it's literally just like guitar, simple music, and then one punch! <laughs> like, like it encapsulates the mood very well. Of the show, and then Whoa, feel the power. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing is when she was talking about the animation style, I love how it just keeps changing. Like as you're watching the show, they'll just be like something you think a kid could draw. You're like, uh, I could draw that if I just pause this and sat down. And then a heavily detailed, like beautiful picture of a moment, and then back to the like, okay, like weird circle face. <laughs> and even the fight scenes will just be like beautiful color dramatic and then just like black and white sketch scribble like moving on like it's just like it, it's so intentional too like it doesn't feel like they were being lazy or anything like it makes a point to be intentional and just to be ridiculous and I really love that and I think that was one of the complaints about season two so we're not gonna get into all of that but season one of One Punch is the Neil Pert of anime it is the best that you will ever get anime wise so And then moving slightly on from One Punch, I want to slightly talk about Mob Psycho 100, which I haven't finished at this point. I know. Sometimes I'm weird about watching TV shows. I will finish it at some point. I do really recommend this anime. It's... So, the reason why I did this segue, they're made by the same people. Um, I think that same guy who I was talking about who did the web comics thing, like, he made Mob Psycho essentially 
as a passion project. This is like something like you really cared about. I think it happened after One Punch, I think. I'm not positive about that. But so this this anime, I will say, it's very different from One Punch. It's a lot more serious, but I do really like it. It's it's kind of hard to explain because the basic premise of it is the main character, who's a guy named Mob, he has psychic powers. And he has like, kind of like in One Punch, like he has like the best psychic powers. He's like really, really, really good and really, really, really advanced. But I would say Mob Psycho kind of ends up being more emotional. Like it's kind of more like about being human, I guess, would be the way to put it. It's really weird because it is like it's very different from One Punch, which is strange because Mob looks exactly like Saitama. It's weird. Like if you ever see like a picture of this, like he looks exactly like Saitama. He just has hair. <laughs> and it is a it's a very strange thing. But I do really I recommend Mob Psycho for anybody. The only thing I will say that's kind of bad about it, it's really hard to get a hold of. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure you can scour the Internet and just download it or whatever. But like it's expensive and it's it's one of those where it's just it's really hard to get a hold of or find like on Netflix or like it you won't you basically have to buy it and it's expensive mm. so that's unfortunate but it's good yeah well I have um one that's kind of pretty different from all these it's a fairly new one like I think it's on season two maybe <laughs> And that'd be Shield Hero. I really enjoyed Shield Hero. Um, I've noticed with the newer animes, they are pulling away from tropes. So that might be why I'm kind of like pushing more onto this one. It is, as you can tell by the name, like the hero's journey type of anime. Um, trying to think of how to... It's basically, the reason why I like it is because the main character, the hero gets fucked over <laughs> and that's kind of the premise is like you don't understand why it's happening and neither does he but um you start to find out towards whatever end of season two i think that it is but so it's kind of like a video game where these four characters get flipped into this world and they're like hey we're the heroes give us shit and let us do stuff and they're like, yes, heroes, here's your money and your gold and do the quest and help us to savage off the darkness. Like, it's very corny. And then the shield hero, they're just like, yeah, well, fuck you. Like, <laughs> there's like something happens in the very beginning and they're like, oh, he's a bad guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, he's always a bad guy. Every guy who plays him is a piece of shit. Yeah, fuck him. And he's like, what the hell? Like, what? I didn't do anything. I didn't even sign up to be here because he, like, gets teleported through a book. Like, the other ones get teleported in a video game. And he's like, what the fuck just happened? Why am I here? And then he has to just suddenly save these villagers that fucking hate him. And he's like, nope, hate all of you. Hate your guts. Hate my life. Like, he just, he's in a very just, like, fuck all of you. I guess I'll just fend for myself or whatever. And he becomes, like, very bitter. And so he's not even, like, a happy-go-lucky. He's a good guy at heart but has the hard exterior. So everybody's like, he's so mean. And he like buys a slave and he's like, you're now my partner. And he, she's like, okay, I guess that I'll be your sex slave. He's like, what? No, you're fight shit. Jesus. Like He's like, no, it's not that bad. And it has a lot of humor in it. <laughs> I like the animation style. I like, it has a plot like that it's driving towards, it's moving towards like nothing is pointless. Everything has like a specific meaning behind it. And then even the annoying character is I find her funny. 
she's more funny than annoying, so then that's fine by me. And yeah, I really enjoy it so far. And it's still so new that I can't tell you like exactly how it's going to turn out. It might turn out to be shit. <laughs> so that can happen. That's what happened with Seven Deadly Sins. But I really enjoy it and I recommend it to people. Okay. That sounds like it's sounds like I might like it. I'll put it. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I'll think about it. I'll put it in my list because yeah. I have I have quite a lot long list. <laughs> yeah. I'm still, you know, I'm still watching Cowboy Bebop. That's another one that I'm definitely still watching. Yeah. Uh, my only other recommend or my only other one that I really like, I don't think you'd like. <laughs> and that's what? Attack on Titan. <laughs> no, Attack on Titan. I don't know. That's a weird one. I I know that that was, like, a really big popular one for a while, much like um, My Hero Academia. Did you ever watch that one? I haven't watched that one either. But My friends are desperately trying to get me to watch it, and I'm like... <laughs> I just, I don't know. There's certain animes that just kind of don't appeal to me. I don't know. It's a weird thing. And maybe if I was in the right mood, Attack on Titan, I could watch. I think that's more been the problem. It's like, I... I tend to watch animes for a very specific reason. It's either to be like, I want to really, really, really like this. Like, it's like like one punch, like top tier, like I care, all this stuff. Or I'm looking for absolute garbage trash. I don't want to like it. I don't want to think or feel. I don't, I just want to hate on it and not care. So it's hard to say because the final part of the last season ever of Attack on Titan is about to come out. So it could be horrible. <laughs> Maybe by the time this comes out. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but what I will say about Attack on Titan is I love that anime. And what will happen is I'll be like, yeah, watch it with me. And then I forget that everyone cries all the time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I block this out of my brain. <laughs> like, I forget that when they aren't fighting or dying, they're crying. <laughs> so that's my main complaint is just especially early on. It's this whole, it's the very much the anime of like, no, I'm going to fight everything and be victorious. I'm not weak. Like the whole, they do it so hardcore and I just want all of them to die when they do that. It's so exhausting. But like I said, like, I don't remember it. Like I'd skip it if I remembered it when I was showing people. So the story really, I you'd love the story, I think. The story takes, it's kind of like Game of Thrones in the way that like, if you rewatch that show, you're like, who are these people? What is happening? None of this is relevant anymore. Like, it changes so dramatically, and it's only got four seasons. And, like, season one to season three is the completely different. Like, everyone learns so much between those seasons that completely changes everything about what they do. And I think you'd really like that about it, and that's what I enjoy about it. I enjoy that. I enjoy the science, and there's, like, while I don't love... The main characters, I also don't hate them. Like, they have their point, their purpose, they're, they're okay with me. I will say with Aaron, I really don't like his growth. But, like, he, he kind of was annoying. Like, he was, like, the annoying, stupid, arrogant kind of guy. And that was okay. And now he's, like, the quiet, dark, arrogant piece of shit. And you're like, I don't like that growth, man. Like, can... Go back to the, like, bright-eyed kid. Like, you're really pissing me off now. <laughs> and everyone feels that way. But I I think I could get you to like it. It just get over Armin and Aaron crying all the time. <laughs> I think my thing, like I said, I think I just have to be in the right mood. And I think that's sometimes what's hard for me about very serious animes is, like, I don't know. I think, like, that's not typically why I watch animes. I mean, if you, if you haven't, 
been able to tell so far by the choices that I have on this list. They're not, they're not very serious. And most of the things that I like kind of go into absurdism. That tends to be what I prefer. For I think it's just because I inherently find anime to be absurd. And then also, the thing that's really nice about anime, which, I mean, I guess we didn't talk about at the beginning, is you can do so much with it. And you can do so much more with it than you can in, like, a TV show or movies or this and that. Like, you can have all these full epic scenes where, like, fucking shit is happening and, like, shit hits the fan. You can have these, like, epic fantasies where, like, you know, it's completely different from the real world. You can't really do that on a TV show or that because money constraints and budget constraints and, you know, you'd have to make everything CGI and then the actors would be miserable and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then the other thing is, too, is I really do just like <laughs> absurdism. So, like, there's two I have on my list that kind of go into absurdism. One is Joe, which Joe, I think I've tried to get you to watch before, but I think I didn't do a great job of it when I tried to get you to watch it. It's like slice of life, and I think they're like high school aged, but to be honest, that doesn't really matter because Joe is just so, like, just absolutely absurd. Like, they'll be in situations, like, I think, for example, there was this one episode where it's like a girl's just sitting at her desk and the other one comes up and is basically like, all right, I'm gonna do basically like rock, paper, scissors you for some reason. Like, you have to win. And she like makes it so serious and like you get so <laughs> invested into the game. And then by the time you get to the end of it, you're like, wait, that doesn't even fucking matter. What is happening? <laughs> why, am I, why is my heart rate increasing? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's a whole bunch of things like that where it's just like slice of life, all these weird random things, like stuff will happen and it just has you like laughing and dying. But there's no plot. There's no point to it. And then the other one, which I just have to talk about this one because, you know, this is kind of almost like a Yu-Gi-Oh 2.0. Okay, so there's this thing which is called Ghost Stories, which if people haven't heard of Ghost Stories, you should go watch this. This is on YouTube. It has a very funny story about this because, so from what I understand about Ghost Stories, it is a real thing that really exists in Japan and I believe has a serious story. I'm not sure if it was a manga first or if it was just an anime. I don't think it's like anything special. It's just essentially like high school age kids solving ghost related things. So whenever this happened, I'm guessing it was probably like the 90s. In the they, 90s. They wanted to bring it over to America. And when they did, I don't know if like they started working on it and then funding got cut or whatever happened. But basically, it is so bad. Like, it is essentially, like, they did not give a shit at all. They have, like, all of these characters that are made up to be, like, the worst characters ever. And it's just, it's so stupid. It's so, like, so, like, for example, one of them is, like, a super Christian and so, like, she'll she'll say things like, oh, we must all be abstinent so then the ghost won't come get us. And, you know, like, it's, like, things like that. And, like, the voice acting is really terrible. Like, it's, like, they did not give a shit about this <laughs> at all. And it's really funny. Like, uh, it's it has been a while since I've watched this one. So it's kind of hard for me to, like, quote a lot more than probably, like, the Christian girl. because Mainly because the Christian girl was so, like just off the 
off the walls. Like, I think, like, even... I think there's even, like, some things about, like, one of these kids not having parents and, like, they keep making, like, I mean, to be fair, it's, like, 2000s humor, so some of it is dark and cringy and that sort of stuff, but, like, they'll make jokes about, like, them not having parents and, like, it's, like, and I think, from what I understand, like, they played this on, like, a, I'm gonna guess it was probably, like, Adult Swim type of thing, but this was, like, a real thing that, like, they put out in the world, and it's, like... I cannot even tell you how bad this is. So, if you want to watch something that's really absurd and that probably shouldn't exist but does exist, it is on YouTube. You should watch Ghost Stories. And maybe also Nietzsche Joe. But Nietzsche Joe is probably better. <laughs> it's not total crap. <laughs> well, it's just more that it's not dark, edgy 2000s humor. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah, for me... It's kind of harder. I think Julie tends to be a bit more open with anime than I am. But it's it's just because, for me, I really only like specific kinds. And, I mean, that's kind of how I am with anything anyway. Like I said at the beginning, I'm not super into tropes in general. So I don't tend to like TV shows that are like that. I just want something that tells a good story or is funny. Those are, like, my two things. Well, what I find funniest is that we can't agree on who's the bigger anime nerd. We both think it's the other one. <laughs> it's definitely not me. It's you. Like, no, it's, it's not, not me. I don't watch that much anime. I don't either. Like, <laughs> Why are we doing this episode? <laughs> well, like, clearly we know enough about anime. Like, to someone who doesn't watch anime, we watch a lot of anime. But I think it's because we know people that, like, only watch anime and so by comparison we're like we don't watch like hardly any anime like what my hero academia the like demon slay i tried i couldn't care even though they're super popular and if one of my friends listens to this she's gonna be pissed at me but like just don't care like it took me years to watch full metal alchemist and that's a great one that a lot of people like but can i tell you which one was first no like i don't know <laughs> no people see this is the thing you have to pitch it to me and you have to pitch it to me at the right time. So, like, I have a list of animes where I'm like, eh, if I'm in the... I mean, because, like I said, Attack on Titan. That's one where I think if I was in the right mood, I could watch it. But that's kind of my problem is, like, I just... I don't know. I don't like some of these tropes. And I just want a good story. So, like, if you can tell me, hey, this has, like, four seasons and the story's good, I'll probably be sold. But, like, if you're like watch One Piece. I'm like, look, no, I no, understand okay. that One Piece is good. I, no. I understand people have talked about this. No. It's too we long. We do not watch One Piece in this house. We, <laughs> One Piece is not allowed. I don't, I don't care. Every single person I've ever spoken to that's like, I love One Piece. I'm like, you're a piece of shit. Like, I, I hate you. Like, you're on the hate list now. Like, every single one. The closest I've gotten is I've had a couple friends that were like, yeah, I get why people like it. That's the best they'll say about it. It is, no, we do not, no one watch One Piece. If your friend tries to drag you in a room, don't watch One Piece. Look, <laughs> here's the thing. I, I understand where Julie is coming from. I will also say, I do understand why people like this one. I've, I haven't watched a lot of it, but it's like, it's the kind of thing that's on an adult swim sometimes and I'll watch it. But I haven't, honestly, I have not watched a significant amount. It's, like, probably, like, three episodes. 
I get why people like it, but it's like, it's, it's too much. I can't even tell you how many seasons they have by now. And it's like, look, it's just like Supernatural to me. I can't, I can't do that. I can't that watch <laughs> 200, 300, what, 500 episodes of something. No, 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 no. I need four seasons. <laughs> Three to four seasons. That is the golden marker. That's, yeah. that's it. That's, that's all we need. That's all the attention I have in me. That's all the story I have in me. Like I said, in Yasha, five seasons. <laughs> Those last two seasons. Don't too give much. a shit. <laughs> too much. Man. Don't give a shit. Can't do it. Can't Just do want it. them to find the thing and kill the boy. <laughs> kill Naraku. <laughs> do it. <laughs> you don't need the gym anymore. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Or the other thing that you could do too, if you really want to like learn how to like anime, is just hate watch some animes. <laughs> Like, no, don't watch One Piece. Even hate. Just don't. Okay, yeah, well, not One Piece. But I have watched a few animes that have been really bad, and also sometimes I like that. Because Sergeant Frog was mine. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, the one for me was, uh... I think it's called Shuffle. It has a weird name. So this one was, like, based on... I think it was, like, one of those, like, lovey-dovey, choose-your-own-romance type things, where it's just, like, you pick things and you end up with somebody... On, uh, like, not webtoons, but, like, like Newgrounds, like, had those kinds of things, right? And so this was, like, an explicit thing. Like, uh, you know, you pick things and it's sexy and all that kind of stuff. And this was a harem anime. So I think in the one, like, in the game, like, it was basically a guy and you could just end up with all of these girls. But in this anime, which I don't know why this anime existed based off of this game... It doesn't make any sense. Like, essentially, he's got, like, six girls who all love him. And it's, like, it's unexplainable. It is completely unexplainable. And then the gall of it. The gall of this anime, right? (laughs) Because the end, the one that he ends up with is, like... You've told me about this. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you picked the worst one. Like, out of all of them, like, out of every single one of these girls, you could have picked Because I think, like, there was two of them who were, like, kind of, uh, they were fantasy of some kind. Like, I think it was, like, angels and demons or something like that. And so they were, like, beautiful, all this kind of stuff. And they had, like, interesting personalities, whatever. Um, okay, there was one that was, like, a little kid character, so whatever, nix that. But the the one girl that he ended up going with is, like, the annoying best friend. And, like, she's not even good. Like, and then not even that, for some reason, they have a very weird ending subplot <laughs> where it's, like, she secretly has all this magic or something, and then she, like, tries to kill herself. <laughs> and it's, like... Out of nowhere, because up until this point, it is like a lovey-dovey super, ooh, they love each other. Oh, it's so cute and funny. Tries to kill herself. (laughs) The last episode, like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to go over here and kill myself. And it's like, excuse me. First of all, I didn't want you two to end up together. Second of all, I don't want this. This is is not the alternate. (laughs) Not in, but... But, yeah. I don't recommend people watch that one. Unless you want to hate watch that one. Although, I guess I just spoiled it for you. So, don't. You just don't so watch don't. it. Watch Sailor Moon to hate watch something. <laughs> People like Sailor Moon, though. Yeah, but should you? <laughs> should I? Probably not. 
<laughs> I think that's past my prime. I think it's pretty. I it enjoy. Pretty. I enjoy how it looks. Yeah. No, it is pretty. I mean, card capture soccer. I was like that too. Like I love, I love that art style a lot. Mm. But I don't know. Steven Universe kind of captures it uh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Watch Steven Universe. There you go. I don't always recommend Steven Universe. It's a yeah. I mean, a weird. And- it got kind of weird towards the end, I guess, is part of what I would say. I think, like, they ran out of funding or something. So then the ending was kind of just, like, it mm-hmm. felt really quick. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you have more stories to tell. I guess Steven Universe Future! This was Passion for Your Passions with Krista and Julie, where we talked about anime. On the next episode, we're talking about Great British Bake Off, officially. Yes, because Krista couldn't hold back on a previous episode. It's literally like a 15-minute rant. I was like, dude, <laughs> I guess we need to talk about this. <laughs> I need to get it off my chest. I need to get, to get this out here. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a wrap. Yep. Then uh, on to the next. The next thing, which is very not Japanese. <laughs> very not Japanese. <laughs> not explicitly not Japanese. It's not Japanese as it gets. No. <laughs> Okay. No, they have a Japanese episode on one of the seasons. Well, it's just, it's British. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the anti-Japanese. You're the anti Okay.